Hi guys, Etienne here. Welcome to the podcast where you can listen to Max and I talk about anything and everything. Stuck inside, we have decided to record and upload a podcast to distract us from the boredom of lockdown. The lack of structure and the disorganisation is half the charm. Thank you very much. Uh, hello guys. Welcome back to a slightly strange episode 31, um, which is unfortunately tarnished by the lack of Etienne. Um, so, as I'm sure it will become aware throughout this episode, I have had a couple of drinks because I'll be probably doing this one on my own. Etienne's not feeling so great. We're expecting he's going to make a full recovery within the next few days. And... Oh, what the fuck? Who is this? Uh, they'll probably go away. Sorry. Um, yeah, so Etienne's probably going to be all right. Sake. I'm sorry, audience. One second. There's someone at the door. Who is it? Uh, bonj- bo- uh, hello? Oh, for fuck's sake. That's hello? Oh. It's me. It's Henri. I'm, I'm making a podcast episode. You can't come. But, uh, Max, uh, I heard that uh, Etienne is not is sick today. He's not here, and... Uh, Maybe you would like me to uh, replace him for a day or two until he gets exactly. better. Yes, is that what you want? <laughs> what? Nothing. What's the problem? Yeah. What's no, so no. funny? I don't get oh. what is so funny. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, come in, Henri. How uh, have you been? I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you in a while, mate. Yes, it's been a very long time, but uh, we could have talked earlier if uh, you just invited me uh, on as a guest, you know. But oh, I I yeah. checked my Snapchat every day, and <laughs> there was never an invite. We were so close. Well, what happened? Well, I, I guess it's we've just drifted apart over the years. But, Max, but uh, why? I We used to be so close. I would suck the milk from your own mother's bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's happened? Uh, well, I don't know. It's just you. You made a, f- a few comments that I feel drove a wedge in our friendship. Uh, the fact that you're so much older than I am. But what? I'm a twelve-year-old boy. Well, you may still inhabit the body of a 12-year-old boy, but you've been alive for um, almost a thousand years, which is really quite worrying. And I feel like really drives a wedge in our friendship, the fact I can't relate to a lot of stuff we talk about. We don't have much in common. You know, I'm an 18-year-old uh, who's running a podcast during a quarantine, and you're a 12-year-old French boy who has been alive for over a thousand years. There's, there's, you know, I feel like there's some discrepancies in our characters that means our friendship was, was always destined to be quite limited. But, uh... <laughs> my my uh, voice... <laughs> Do you think uh, my voice is uh, too high or too low for a 12-year-old boy? <laughs> because, boy, I think I sound like a thousand years old, bien sûr. Like, just listen to the grave tones in my voice. Uh, I think no. I think I think you do sound like a twelve-year-old French boy. I think it's quite accurate. But okay. you know, what? I'll be honest, Henri. As much as I think, say, uh, uh, excuse me. Boy. It's not Henri. It's 
Henri. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Henri. As it's it's as I think, uh, Henri, oh, not Henri, oh, please. Oh, Henri, is that is that better? You know, prick. Hmm? It'll do for now. <laughs> Stop laughing! It's not very funny. It's my name. <laughs> it's not very fun. We have been friends for like ten years now. Okay. Well, for a lot longer, and you still don't know my name. It's not very funny. Honestly, Max, stop I laughing. Your name. I, just can't, I just can't say it because I don't have the, I don't have the accent, I don't have the upbringing for it. Ah, uh, you're like those, uh, what do we call you in France? <laughs> I don't know, what, what do you call me in France? The English scum. Okay. <laughs> uh, who can't uh, pronounce our magnificent names properly? It's not hard, you know. All you have to do is hold the airs. Alright, I'll try, I'll try again. Ready, ready? I, I got a D in GCC French, by the way. Although... Very impressive. I, at the end of our GCSE French... I, I don't care about your story. I just want you to get my name right, okay? Well, fuck you, Henri. Is that right? Henri? <laughs> no, but it will do for now. It makes okay, me sad. Well, I'm going to tell my story about GCC French, whether it, whether it kills me. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Sorry, I keep burping. Side round drinking is quite gassy. Ooh. Right, so, GCC French. Le cidre, yes. Yeah. We, uh, we... A, a Ma Matthew Gasseltine shout out there, Blacks. Um, end of GCC French, six of us in the club. And our teacher, who I think was pretty cool, she gave us all uh, a mist. Are you aware of the Mister Men, Henri? Uh, the Mister What? Uh, the Mister Men. They're like these these uh, shapes that are different colours, but they're also humans, and they all represent a really primal emotion, like Mister Happy, Mister Tickle, who is always a bit of a nonce. But the nonce. I mean, what is know, a nonce? Uh, excuse me, uh, <laughs> my English isn't the best. Uh, please, could you explain what is a nonce? You've, you've lived here for um, for almost a thousand years. How is your English not the in best? my old you're age? Way you're old. You're still twelve. You're a twelve-year-old boy. I think it is time to explain to your uh, yeah. I think the audience to your really podcast confused. as you call yeah. your uh, okay. very this bad excuse of a. Uh, Talking to nobody? Well, I th I'll be honest with you. I think an episode of me talking to myself would have been much better than this. But since you're here, and I, I don't want to be rude, I don't want to send you home. So I'm not even sure, actually, you shouldn't be here. You should be self-isolating. But, but I me, I have, are, I, have know, survived the, I have survived the Black Death. I can survive anything. True, you did survive the bubonic plague, uh, unfortunately. So you're probably going to be fine through COVID. But the, 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 the long story short, do you want to tell the story? As the listeners, I'm sure, are dying to figure out how you're no. a 12-year-old boy that's lived for over a thousand years. It is a much better uh, idea. I've recounted it to you so many times. I think it's a very good act of friendship if you could um, uh, recount uh, it perfectly okay. for me. Uh, Alright, so you've told me so many times, but I always zone out whenever you're talking. I am not that boring. Um, okay, so as far as I remember it, you were, you were a little 12-year-old boy living in yes. your village in 
That, is that right? And then a Et man called Le Magnificent France. Yes, bien yeah. sûr. Kick your ass, Henri. Honestly, I wish Etienne was back. Uh, I wish that I wish that motherfucker wasn't ill. Okay, so you're a little little twelve year old French boy living in your living in your town, and you get you get conscripted, right? You get signed up to join the local militia because you're going to invade England in what, what year is this? Ten ten. Angleterre. Angleterre. Ang- what what year is this story? When did you get recruited? Was it was it ten? This 1065. Is a 1060. Late uh, 1065, almost 1066. Almost 1066. Okay. So you get recruited. Did you? Did you? Uh, who was it, who was your the general? What was his name? William the William the Conqueror. Was that him? Oh, I guess he wasn't the conqueror yet. He, he was not the conqueror. Him. He was uh, William. What did, you, what did you guys call him? Willy. William. Big Willy. The okay. Big Willy. Is that his name before the conqueror. Oui. That was his name today. But it's funny because uh, he has a very small pee pee. <laughs> but go on, continue. How did how did you how did you know he is a, a small pee pee? Was was William the Conqueror a bit of a Mister Tickle? Bit of a nonce. Ah, a nonce. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, Glaze over the fact you knew how big his dick was there. No, it's okay. uh, it's it's a common known fact. Uh, common at this knowledge. time in France, uh, the 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 king would uh, patrol the streets with his genitalia dangling <laughs> for everyone to see. Exactly, it's uh, it was a symbol of power. It was a symbol of power. His his chode was a symbol of power. Yes. Interesting. The area, okay, so the area, get... the better. <laughs> Okay, so you, you get recruited into the the, the French militia. Yes. And you, you you join the army that's invading England in 1066. Is that, I, is I right? took a I was like uh, 16. Because you uh, did you did you lie on purpose? Do you want to get recruited? No, I didn't want to get recruited, but uh, I put my name in the wrong section. Oh, what, what section did you want to put it in? In the uh, farmer section because uh, <laughs> I wanted to stay back and provide for my family, you know. Is that, is that how it works? You, you get in in, front, in medieval France, you get given a form of what you want to do. Yeah, it's like either farmer, uh, soldier, or sex slave, and then you uh, <laughs> you pass it on, and it's easy. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Bien sûr, it's not sex slave. <laughs> that would be silly. <laughs> Only women are men. Okay, so you signed you signed the form by accident. You wanted to be a farmer, but you did, what did you just mis misread it? Yes, uh, my education wasn't very good, and yeah, well. Was- I, I asked my friends which one is soldier, which one is farmer. There was only two of us um, in uh, the village, and he didn't want to be a soldier, and it had to be a uh, 50-50 split. So he told oh, me this soldier uh, you was a farmer. For it? No, oh, because he, he was he uh, stabbed oh, me have you met, have you, in the back. Do you hold a grudge? Are you still friends to this day? 
did you did you kill him? To this day, no, because uh, oh, Max, je suis uh, uh, I am magic, donc. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Okay. He, he was dead. So, well, let, let... You see, there was a there was a tiger. No, fuck, not in France. There's a bear in France. <laughs> He came this is and the he fucking backstory we've ever come. He munched <laughs> on the the Uzi farmers in my village. Donc, uh, I'm happy. I thought there was only one. He was the only other farmer. Was he? No, but they're well, old of... old farmers. Uh, You're no, not no, gonna no, send no, your no, grandpapa no. to a fight, are you? He's a bit useless. Well, he can barely like walk. Twelve-year-old boys. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you you in in ten sixty six. What were you the one that shot? I I heard a little birdie told me that you were the one that, that shot. Finish, in the eye. finish my backstory, please. I'm getting impatient. Oh, yeah, yeah. First, you can't spell my name right, and then you don't even uh, know my story. I'm getting impatient. Well, whenever you, whenever you come to our parties, you always tell people this story Henri, and no one fucking wants to listen people were just trying to have a good time and you're there telling them about medieval based backstory it's really putting a dampening vibe on the all the house parties that we used to have what you you don't want to know how every time i wanted to shit i'd put my bum out the window and the crap on the streets i don't get why people don't like this back in my time that was <laughs> the butt of every joke, really, comedian, <laughs> comedic, uh, <laughs> excellence, you know, poo poo, pee pee, haha, very funny. <laughs> I need, a, I need a fuck, I need another drink if I'm gonna get through this. It's okay. not that bad. So, I don't, I don't. <laughs> the scene. You, you sound like an alcoholic, Max uh, Maxwell. Maxwell. I'm only an alcoholic when you're around on the But why? I I don't even drink. (gasps) When you're around, little asshole, you drive me to do this. I'm a naughty boy, am I? (laughs) I really don't like it when you personify yourself like that. It makes me really uncomfortable. Okay, Okay, so back to the backstory. I'm too too fucking. I'm too drunk for this, man. The the profanity is getting off the scale. It's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Why do you remember what day? Oh, it's Wednesday when we're recording. Yeah, true. Drinking on a Wednesday, folks. I don't recommend it. It... Right, okay. So, you join the army. You you, you are an archer, correct? Little archer boy? Yes, because I'm a pussy dog. I don't like to be in the front line. But it's because of... Small boy, very small figure, so I get killed yep. very easily by a big fat Englishman, you know. Yep, I, not, I not can good. understand. I mean, I'd be an archer as well. I understand your, your logic there. I don't know why, but, uh, what but was it? I think I'm what turning... Was it like in the French army, what was that like? It was great. Bread, wine, cheese, everything. All you could ever want. And then they sent if us I to England. Huh? Yeah, I was going to say, if I didn't know any better, Henri, I'd assume you were just basing this entire character on French stereotype. But no, of course not. It's true. <laughs> That's all we eat there. 
Etienne can tell you. He's French. He loves the <laughs> I wish Etienne could tell me, but he's too ill to podcast. And I'm stuck with your <laughs> omniscient ass. Right. Okay. But yeah, I, I land in England. And then the food is shit. Yep. And you... what you do for your drink? You put grass in a cup. And then you piss in it. And then you drink it. Why is it so horrible? Do we? What, what drink? What do we call this? Grass and piss drink. It's tea. Tea. <laughs> it's horrible. Well, first of all, and then you put milk actually, in it. We put. We actually put leaves in a cup, and we don't. Gas, gas, hot water. How else are you going to get hot water in uh, 1066? You got to think about the origins, you I, know, Max. That is how tea <laughs> started. People like get some nettles, and where am I gonna get? Hot liquids from my own. I have a question. I have a question. If you lived in France for twelve years and now you've you've lived in England for nearly a thousand years, why haven't you? Why do you still speak with such a strong French accent? That is a very good question, but that will have to be saved <laughs> for. Uh, we did right into the back. For uh, the end. For well, yeah, you, you, you you have not finished my backstory. If you told me. <laughs> If you told me how <laughs> how I came to be about like this, I could explain. <laughs> but no, I don't. I don't want to ruin the uh, surprise. On re- the the audience retention this episode is going to be ass. <laughs> it's going to be trash. They're not even going to know why I'm speaking like this. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know why. Fuck it. Okay, let's carry on. So. You join the, you land. Oh, I'm the sorry. Battle okay, so okay, Henri, you you, you arrive at the battle. Uh, you, you see, I vaguely remember you saying you got knocked unconscious. How did that? How the fuck did that happen? If you're an arch, you sitting in the back of the field like a. There was like a horse. There was an horse. He galloped at the uh, archers. All the French, they ran back, but I stood my ground. <laughs> And then your backstory contains a lot of uh, interests of Etienne's, isn't it? No, it's just a fact. In 1066, they still use horses for combats. This is true. They, apparently, I think they still use them now in situations, but that's... Uh, not really, but point. yes. No, I, <laughs> I've not really studied this area, but uh, <laughs> I think they stopped around uh, 19... Uh, Seventeen, you know. Yeah, that's when they. That's when they realised that guns kind of put the whip to them. But uh, okay, so you got you, this stray horse running around. No, there was that... a person on this horse, you stupid uh, boy. Who charges you? Yes. And you, the, the, what? What does he do to you? Just give you a, a thwack on the head with something? Uh, or do you just pass out from fright? I pass out from fright. I shat my pants. <laughs> Thankfully, I was wearing brown, brown. Trousers. I shut my pants, but no one knew. It's okay. That, that noise is me bashing my head into a desk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're unconscious. You've passed out from fright. You've shit yourself in fear. Yes. Uh, when do you when do you do you come round? When do you regain consciousness? When I come round, there is a somber silence all across the battlefield. There is a fog hanging in the air. No one can be seen. 
apart from the dead bodies on the floor. <laughs> As you can see, I've had lots of practice uh, describing the scene because it really tells on who the uh, yeah, because females uh, are. Uh, <laughs> Hard exactly. But yes, still, there was no still, one. I stood up. I've <laughs> been alive a thousand and twelve years, and you're still a virgin. It is hard when you're a twelve-year-old boy to attract uh, yeah. ladies. Come on, think about it. <laughs> Use your little brain. I know you've got one in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay, so we haven't actually explained why you're still a 12 year old. No, you haven't because you're a shit host and it's taking <laughs> you 22 minutes to explain why yes, I am like I this. I need Etienne, I need him. He, he, he can hoots me. He can hoots me. I can't do this without him. Yes, it's you are useless, I know. It's almost like he's not ill and you've kidnapped him because you knew that was the only way you were going to get on this piece of shit podcast. But that, let's ignore that for now and explain. So where did you where did you become immortal? Where did you get this ability? So from? as as I woke up with all the bodies surrounding me, with a mist, terrible mist in the air, sense of death hanging everywhere, I get up. <laughs> I walk into this magical forest. It's not magical, but I could sense something. There is a mound in a cave with a hole in. In yeah. the hill, I walk towards this cave, as you, as you Englishmen might say. And there's a word for it. As I walking, and deep in this cave, it's cold, so I fall asleep. <laughs> I'm just spat aside, River. What? It's, what? It's why would you? It's cold, so you fall asleep. What? Why is that your first? Oh, it's, it's us cold. French. Us Frenchmen are very weird, you know. Yeah, I I know. It's blatantly obvious from the last twenty-three minutes of shit content that we've produced. <laughs> okay, so it's cold, and you fucking you fall asleep in a cave. Yes. So, okay, so when I wake up, I wake up, in front of me there is just a golden lamp. Okay. You know, uh... Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> Fine. In front of me, there was a baby's possum. There's a baby possum? <laughs> yes. What? What? He spoke to me, and then he, he transformed into something incredible. It was, it was Will Smith, <laughs> le genie. Okay. He said to so, me, uh, "You pass out in a cave, and when you wake up, it transforms into Will." Yes. He was watching me very intensely whilst I was sleeping. I don't know how long I was there, but. I could tell it was uh, more than uh, 30 seconds. At this point, I mean, you sh earlier in the story, you shit yourself. Are you still wearing the same shit-stained trousers at this point in the story? Well, yes, of course. As I said uh, earlier, it, I said it was cold. So it was the only <laughs> thing keeping me warm. Therefore, <laughs> I had to keep them on. Otherwise, I would freeze to death. It's the only logical solution. <laughs> 
so Will Smith. You, 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 Will Smith appears before you. He grants me three wishes. Okay, so this is Genie Will Smith. Yeah, of course. Okay. Not a uh, fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, Bel Air. Uh... <laughs> I mean, that should be quite funny if it was Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck. Stop <laughs> laughing, it's not a funny story. I don't know what you find so funny, <laughs> honestly. Okay. How many ciders okay. cider have you had today, Max? That's not important. That's not important. I don't have school tomorrow. Do you, you have okay. problems, don't you, Max? Many problems. <laughs> Stop calling me out on the podcast. I'm allowed to deal with lockdown however I want to deal with it. Okay, so Will Smith appears before you. grant you three wishes. Yes. What's your, what's your first wish? Well, as anyone would, I ask for uh, infinite wishes. No! Oh. Andre, you can't ask for infinite wishes. But yes. why? Genie, you can't ask for fucking infinite wishes. What's the problem with <laughs> infinite it wishes? It completely ruins the narrative of the story if you ask for infinite wishes. <laughs> Fine, well, Will Smith, he turned to me and he says, But, young boy, you cannot ask for infinite wishes. You're breaking, good. Good genie. You're breaking the code of the blue Disney genie. Of genieism, yeah. The very real uh, creature of magic and the mystery. Okay, so, so you, you don't get granted infinite wishes, so what do you ask for second? Well, I had this incredible uh, idea. And what grants you wishes, my, my good podcast host? What grants you wishes? Genies. Genies. Genies grants you wishes. And. How can you get infinite wishes? By getting infinite yeah. genies. So, <laughs> I asked for infinite genies. Do you know why, Max? Because then I would have infinite wishes. But then also, I would have my second wish. <laughs> What's that? Infinite baby possums to look after. <laughs> I'm so I'm so dumb I'm so dumb. <laughs> so I assume I assume one of your next immortality. So that's why you're still alive in the body of a three year old French boy. I was like uh, well I'm, I didn't just say I'm mad that we Because Max, if you say I wish to live forever Then you don't realise that you, you never age. Did you Because because then you week? if you if you uh, say can I live forever? You uh, grow old you get very old and wrinkled. You grow shorter and shorter. Yeah, that's, that's you get erectile dysfunction. It is not a good life to live. It's true, but do you know what can help with erectile dysfunction? An uh, Henri. Oh. Viagra. Our new sponsor, uh, Viagra Incorporated. Uh, thanks for sponsoring the episode, guys. Make sure to follow them on all that social media. Buy their products if you are suffering from penis-based illness. Uh, can I with your story, Omri? Sorry to interrupt. So, yes. So, I thought to myself, because, of course, there are all those uh, fictional tales back then. You know, you have your mm. fiends and uh, Netflix back then. Of course, we didn't have anything like that. So, it's all done by stories. 
Yep. And this the person true. telling me telling me these stories was an old man. And he was very stinky. I didn't want to be like this old man. So I said, Ah, I don't want to go old. So make me like. So you said. Uh, there's uh, this so film, the, the Peter Pan. Make me like Peter Pan. <laughs> I don't want yeah, to go old. Make, but I, I left out the part. I left out the part when I uh, when I said uh, make me fly and make me uh, have uh, this sexy hot uh, fairy called uh, Tinkerbell, you know. Oh, yes. Sorry. She is very... Oh, uh, have, you got, have you got a crush on Tinkerbell? No. No. Bien sûr. Okay. Um, how... okay. <laughs> I don't have a crush on Tinkerbell. I don't. I don't. Sorry, Henri. I think someone's... At the door, that's really weird. I wasn't expecting There is no one at the door. There is no one at the door, Max. Get back here. No, no. Etienne? I thought you were ill. Uh, hello there. Uh, what, where, the, where, where the fuck have you been? I, uh, I woke up, knocked out in, uh, in my basement. I didn't realize <laughs> we now lived at home together, but yeah, yeah in our basement. <laughs> Part of the narrative. <laughs> and yeah, oh, I was tied up. Henri, did this there was you? what? No, of course not. There, there is definitely no one. Uh, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I could never do something like this. Look how big and strong and muscly Etienne is. Oh my God, he is a shining image of a man. There is no way such a boy like me, 12 years old. Stop. Stop putting yourself over. There is no way I could tie up such a hunk of a man. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm done. I need... Uh, Max, oh, yeah. why do you have a... Who is this? Sorry? This is, this is Henri. I've known him... Uh, it's Henri. Henri. Sh Please, up, it's Henri. Said right, Max. Right, Etienne. Yeah. yeah. Can you can you escort Henri out of here, please? Treat him like he's Joe Eves in a pool in France. <laughs> no, Why Max. Let me be your guest. It's my out of all get... out of all my wishes, I could have asked well, for a genie. I could have asked being a guest on your podcast. But I didn't. I wanted it to be natural. I didn't want it to be forced. I wanted to feel like that you uh, wanted me. You wanted my presence. It's, come on, Max. It's not I... fair. Just. Get Etienne. out, Henry. Etienne, Get out. He's not that funny. I promise you. I can make this funnier. He's funnier than you are, Henri. You know, you know, shit. No. Now get out. I don't see you ever again. No, Max, no. Don't do this to me. <laughs> Get him out. What? What's this cheeky bugger doing in here? I'm really sorry about that. You know, I thought you weren't gonna come. I thought you were ill or something. Why is he wearing confused. a dress as well? I mean, gosh. Yeah, it's kind of weird that he was he's in drag for all the recording sessions. But I just kind of don't want to question it. But he's on his own journey, and also he's a thousand years old. Worried about what he might know. But yeah, he's a bit of a complex. I just need to go to the loo quickly though, so we might have to have a quick intermission. Oh.
Sorry guys, I don't know if that was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang converted into Star Wars, but yeah. Chitty Bang Bang was a great film. I mean, pretty scary for what it was. Some guy kidnapped a girl. And a car. I, d I don't remember the plot very well. But yeah. Would recommend for actually. I don't know. It's been a long time. Well, I remember it. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang can fly. It's impressive. Oh, yeah. Imagine Max. Like, could he have could he have really hosted this by himself? That's a real question, guys. Had it here first. He probably could have. You know. Laughed horrendously at his awful jokes that he makes like every two or three minutes. Don't worry, I just go along with it for him to make him feel good, you know. It's a tough time. It's a tough time this lockdown. We've gotta we've gotta band together as one yeah. and not put those around you down. That is why I laugh at all of Max's jokes. Okay, wait what? <laughs> Sorry, but, uh, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm like, sorry, I was just having a deep heart-to-heart heart with uh, our audience. Well, I mean, as much as I appreciate that, I heard a line in there that I... Well, you, you know what, I'll let it slide, and we'll continue with this podcast episode. I love how you're now going to have to go back and listen to the entire episode just to, just to know and listen to this one bit, which is quite funny. Yeah, that's really quite mean of you. And we're going to have to suffer through listening to Henri for countless hours but awesome. yeah so max how how do you know henry and can we actually do like a two-minute rundown An on why he exists no just how he exists because i don't think we actually really actually got the point and i want our audience to actually realize how he can still be alive to this day well okay so so as far as i'm aware he is a little french boy that got recruited into the army in 1065 and then he Joined William the Conqueror and sailed across the Channel, but then he got he uh, he passed out from fear in a battle, and he woke up in a forest, and uh, a baby possum turned into a genie that looked like Will Smith and granted him three wishes, and then he tried to wish for infinite wishes because he's a little dick, um, but he couldn't. So he asked to live. He asked for infinite genies because he wanted infinite friends. Copyright James A. Caster. And I said infinite po- Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he asked never to grow old and the greenie John grant he asked to live forever and the greenie genie granted it but he didn't realize that that would mean he'd never age so he's a thousand years old but he's stuck as a prepubescent french boy oh so that's why his voice is so high pitch yeah yeah and also he's not he's just a massive dickhead i really don't like him and like his um oh has he been living in, in england this whole time yeah, and he, he's been in England since 1066, and he's still got that French accent. Oh, I, that's I'm probably why his accent's so shit, though, because it's, like, not that good. Yeah, that would explain it. That would provide a, a good reason for the character to have a poor accent. Oh, fair that's enough. That's a good yeah. canon. I thought, I thought <laughs> um, it was just... Yeah, okay, that, that makes sense now. 
Thanks for him. Yeah, yeah it, it, it does add up when you think about it. I'm just confused as to how he managed to overpower you and tie you up in the basement for half the podcast episode. You know, sometimes with a podcast, Max, it takes a toll on your uh, sleep. And I got very tired one time. And you were staying up on one of your 5am editing grinds. I was. I fell asleep at my desk and he, he somehow... I My chair has like wheels on, so he... He took me down we, we, we to your basement. Yeah. To, to my basement, because apparently we now live in the same house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> Even though we're very, very obviously not recording this. <laughs> okay. So w- apart from being, you know, tied up unconscious in your basement, what's your day been like today, Etienne? What have you been up to? Oh, I've had schools today, so that's that's not been the best. Otherwise... Ouch. What lessons have you got Today, I only had, well, I had physics and maths, so that's two hours of work, which wasn't too bad. I was meant to have, like, games, but as in PE, but obviously you can't really do that at home. But it has also yeah. meant I haven't left my house, so that's a bit bad. I've not really left my room today, which isn't the best, but I'll get back to mm-hmm. the, You can't get back. I'll get... Fuck. Get back on the grind? Yeah. Yeah, sure. That's the one. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And, and we, then also, we yeah, we play D&D. And also my sister... I feel like we should explain a little bit. Sorry, go on. My sister made some delicious cookie dough. I've been begging her to do it for like the last four weeks of lockdown and she finally made it and it's the best thing ever. And then she made cookies as well out of the cookie dough. But did you, you know, nice. cookie dough... So were, you, were you eating the cookie I had both. Go on. But okay. cookie dough and cookie isn't actually the same thing. What do you mean? Are the recipes different? The recipes are different because just raw cookie. Raw cookie dough yeah. is nice, but you can make it better. So. How do you make it better? What do, you, do you just put more like sugar and stuff in it? I'm not the fucking baker. She is. <laughs> it tastes nice. So I'm happy. Do you know, do you know what I've been saying? I get a lot of flack for this. Uh, do you like coriander? Yes. Well, it depends what it's with. I feel like coriander is a real marmite, but because a lot of people I speak to say they t- they think it tastes like soap, <laughs> which I I can kind of see where they're coming it from. It doesn't taste I, like I really soap, like, but I I, really I like quite like coriander. it. Yeah. I also really like parsley. Um. So today I've just been kind of periodically coming down to the kitchen, grabbing a handful. You're of you're a weird boy, and just like eating that. Yeah. yeah. Which I can understand is quite weird. <laughs> and the people that are listening to this will probably think, what the fuck, why does he just eat raw? But I mean, what are they? They're not herbs, are they? Because when I picture herbs, it's like something in a little jar that's... But I, I don't know, I wouldn't really call them a herb, because they're fresh. I don't know, my brain doesn't want... <laughs> they're herbs. I'm too many... I'm they're too definitely herbs. To contemplating what food group coriander and parsley belong to. But they're both... Quite delicious, and I've been snacking. <laughs> they are both plants. I, I I don't see how you can't say that. You know, herbs aren't just like from, you know, like to grow herbs, like to make herbs. They, they come from like plants. Are you talking about weed again, Essien? <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, got yeah, plants. yeah. I know, I know. Herbs come from plants, but like, when you picture a herb, what do you picture? If I, I say the word herb, what comes into your head? Like, what picture? I imagine my mum's basil plant, basil plant. 
over my sink, which to make yeah, you just say basil and then correct yourself. Yeah, because I'm not an American twat. <laughs> I, I don't know You're what even I have. More anti-American drunk than I am sober. It's really <laughs> impressive. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure people haven't figured anything out by now. Um, I picture that. So what oh, we should talk about your amazing D and D role earlier. Because I feel like we're going to talk about D&D more and more as it goes on, so we may as well get the admin out of the way in this episode, when it's just the two of us. So Max, what is, what as in that role particularly? You're not, you're not 20 for yeah. having a huge schlong. Well, I think first we have to uh, describe and tell the viewers, because I don't think many will know what D&D is. D&D, mm. short for Dungeons & Dragons. Is a thing that nerds do. Yes, I know. Surprise, surprise. We are nerds. Massive geeks. I'm sure they've figured that out by now. But I, it means that like Edgy and I have been playing it in the same group, which means we've been spending inordinate amount of time, to talk, time speaking to each other. Because not only are we podcasting together, but uh, we're also playing at least D &D eight hours a week of D&D together. And basically what yeah. it is, it's a game... Where there's no board game, the only thing you follow is a set of a rule book, basically. But what's yeah. incredible about it is it literally lets you be whatever or whoever you want to be. You have to follow well, to certain. Extent, yeah, until, to an extent. Until the DM kills your character, you have to play as someone else. <laughs> to a certain extent, and the only thing that keeps you in check is someone called the DM, who's basically he's not playing God, but he's. I mean, basically, kind of he's course, basically telling you what you can and what you can't do, and he's trying to. He describes the world to you as you walk around and explore it, and he also controls it. So he controls the enemies. Yeah, or, he's, he's just flexing his GCSE and creative writing and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And he's all, yeah. So it, I think Tyler's a very good. Tyler's idea. Yeah, he's by very the way. good. He is very good at his job. Thanks, Tyler. We won't ever say that to his face, but. Oh no, of course not. He doesn't listen to it, so fuck him. Perfect. We can actually give him compliments and he'll never hear them. But yeah, so Tyler, basically, Tyler's job is to describe the world to us, keep us in check. He's, he's not our enemy, but without him... But he's also not our friend. Yeah, he's not our friend. He's, he's like this neutral being, which without him, there wouldn't be a world, because he describes and describes it to us as we walk around. And, yeah, continues the story. He'll point us in certain directions. Do you think people... So he's, he's, not, he's not good, but he's neither evil, and he controls everything that happens to us to a degree. Like, there's some element of free will. Yeah. I think that's a good model for a religion, if we ever start one. <laughs> I think we should dive deeper into that, but not but, right now. Yeah, so so the story we're getting at is in our D and D session today. To be honest, I get I, I have a, a pretty poor attention span. So when we get into like the third hour of playing, it normally starts to take a turn where I start messing around in the uh, team chat. Yeah, and feel quite bad about it afterwards. But at the time, it's quite funny. So I was uh. So the whole game is based on dice as well, so everything... Yeah, so the only two things that how control the world is the DM, and then your impact on the world is controlled by dice, and how well you yeah. roll allows you to do certain things or not do certain things. 
So we had a bit of a, a roll off to see because there were four people in our party, and yes. three three of them are men, as in the characters. But I my character is a woman, so I didn't get to roll. But the other three had a had a roll off to see who had the biggest willy. And Etienne rolled a natural twenty, which is the highest you can possibly roll, and only has a one in twenty chance of happening. Which and he'd also been rolling shit for the entire session, yeah. so it was even funnier. But what's special about a nat? What's special about nat twenty is that because obviously eighteen and nineteen is very close to twenty, but nat twenty is almost as if you rolled like fifty. It's so much better than nineteen. Yeah, then, like, yeah. There's, like, there's eighteen, like 19's not that much better than. 18, but Nat 20 yeah. is like leaps and bounds in front of anything else. Yeah, it's the same if you roll a one, but the opposite way, so it's extremely bad. Yeah, not so much. I, I'd say like a one is only twice as bad as a two, but like a 20 is a lot better than a 19. Yeah, but that's because Tyler's sometimes nice to us. I think you Tyler, could. Tyler's a, a lenient overlord. Because we're so shit that he, he basically has to be nice to us, otherwise. And help us. Except when he kills my note <laughs> in the first session, dick. Honestly. Oh yeah, because yeah. Gonna forgive him for that. So basically, we all rolled Max. Well, no, our other our other members are Ben and Ishika, who you've both heard. And Ben rolled like a seventeen, pretty reasonable size. <laughs> I said we all rolled really well. Ishka exactly. got sixteen. Bits. I wouldn't say like size. I'd just be like. As in, like, it's not, it doesn't mean it's bigger, it just means it's slightly less good. <laughs> so, I roll nat 20, so that means I have the most perfect size penis possible. What is the most perfect size penis? I, I don't mean, know. Obviously, obviously, it varies from woman to woman, and it's a perfect Oh, yeah. Thing. But there probably is, like, a mean, I don't know, that's something for a later episode. Yeah. But basically, we'll get we'll get Sophie on and ask. <laughs> She's seen enough <laughs> to understand. That's so <laughs> that's mean. That, that sounds like I'm slut shaming Sophie. Yeah, it that's does. Not, that's not what I was getting at. Fuck. She knows what I mean. Okay, so yeah, we played D and D, and then oh, it's my dad's birthday today, and we had a excellent dinner which I've been periodically snacking on throughout this episode, hopefully without detection. Yeah, without detection. Uh, I'm frantically whipping through the recipe book to try and see what it's called, because I've actually forgotten. Describe it. It's like a lamb thing, but you put it in a slow cooker, and it's got like chickpeas and tomato. Uh, it's called a lamb tagine. Oh, very and nice. It was, yeah, it's very delicious. good. I slightly overdid the rice, oh. um, but... I just drained it and I thought, yeah, that's p- probably fine, probably fine. Fair enough. So, yeah, I was very proud of it. Um, not my finest work, but also f- very far from my worst. What about you? What have you been snacking on today? Well, apart from the cookies. Apart from cookies and a quadruple shot of rum. Shh. <laughs> um, I had some peanuts. And like a half half a bag of a jumbo pack of those really nice peanuts, and dried apricots, same special of course, which I'm pretty sure were out of date, but oh well. I mean, I'm not dead. Dried. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I had pesto pasta. 
for lunch. Yeah, so my favorite. You did something that I feel up in there about, and I want the audience's opinion on. So if you could just leave a five star review and then leave your thoughts on what I'm about to explain oh, as God. your comment, I'd really like to know. So what do you guys think about putting pesto pasta on spaghetti? Because personally, I don't think it's gross. I just think it's a bit weird, and I never do it, even if I had all the ingredients and was craving pesto pasta. Because I just I can't. I, I just don't know why, but putting pesto on spaghetti seems like a really weird combo. But putting pesto on any other type of pasta, fine, go for it. Even ravioli. Oh no no no! Pesto doesn't go on anything with the filling. I think. Right. So, what would you say is your favorite type of pasta? Probably carbonara with no, spaghetti. No, just as in. Oh, what shape? The pasta. Oh, that's really hard because I like them for different reasons. Yeah. So with pesto. No, no, plain, completely oh, plain. Com- well, I never eat pasta completely plain. With maybe a little bit of butter. I'll I'll eat it with like butter, olive oil, and cheese if I'm ill. That's like my ill meal. And in that case, I'd go for the what, what do you what do you call the the bow shape? I think it begins with an F. Yeah, the fafa. If it was just just on pure shape, I'll go for the fafa. Yeah. What about you? What's your like go-to if you had to eat it plain? So that's my issue. It's spaghetti. Oh, bro, plain. I don't like plain pasta as a as a concept, but plain spaghetti is possibly the. Oh, actually, warm pasta. What warm spaghetti? With butter in is the nicest thing ever. I mean, I don't agree, but I am also not disgusted. So I'm not going to judge you for that choice. That's a solid option. Yeah. So I was like, and also it was the only pack of pasta that we had open. And the other one, we only, obviously pasta is quite low in stock right now. So the only other type of pasta we had on was... um, Tagliatelle, which yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't which is worse than spaghetti. Pesto, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Tagliatelle always tastes quite flowery to me. I'm not sure why. It's probably because it's but, um, with more flour. Quite possibly, but right at the beginning. Oh, of this, I just. Mom... <laughs> oh, I just give massive burp. I know. Right. I just sprayed some cologne in my face. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why are you spraying? <laughs> It's okay. so, oh, that's not a nice taste. Not that I sprayed it in my mouth. Pasta. Oh, yeah, right at the beginning of this. What's it? Fusili? Is that the spinny one? So those are Helter Skelter boys. Yeah. Okay, so right at the beginning of this, my mum brought a 10 kilo, I think it's 10 kilogram bag of Fusili. Wow, that's amazing. It's huge. And like every, maybe every three days, I have this huge bowl of Fusili with pesto with grated cheese on it, and it's absolutely delicious. Very good, yeah. Do you want to say hello to the podcast? Do you want a quick cameo? It's your birthday after all. Oh, uh, 53 today. Hi, guys. Uh, what's what's good about being 53? Um, I started to dribble my coffee down my shirt this morning. <laughs> that, oh, that's not good. 
what's a good thing about being 53? Well, you get invited to young people's podcasts because they feel sorry for you. <laughs> That's a, a damning indictment of growing old in the UK right there. <laughs> Stay young forever, children. Be like Henri. Um, so yes, what's your... Yes, yeah. Go on, carry on. No, I, I wasn't saying <laughs> No. Okay. So yeah, the the what we talking about pasta. Distracting me with your rice distributing. Uh, and I'm <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit this out. Right. Um No, that's a that's a good point though, because it's quite interesting. We we talk I now talk I talk to you more than any of my other friends at the moment because of the podcast. Not oh, I'm, at I'm all. sorry. <laughs> really no no it's because i really enjoy talking to you but i think it's interesting that we have all these conversations and i'm sure to you guys at home it sounds like we're just talking about whatever but believe it or not we are actually restraining ourselves or i am restraining yeah. myself there's a lot of stuff we can't talk about on here a lot of stories that we wish we could tell a lot of stuff we want to talk about and it's quite weird that etin and i talked so much but in the last night <laughs> how how 30 days I literally introduced this in the beginning and I can't remember what day we're on. 30. Oh, 31. 31, yeah. Okay, yeah, the last 31 days we haven't spoken to each other about... We have a little bit off air, but we've, you know, we've barely touched on any of the taboo subjects, which is really odd for me to have maintained this it's amount impressive. of conversation. And I'm glad. Yeah, we're really learning from this. <laughs> I watched um, Too Hot to Handle. I don't, I don't know why. I wanted some trash TV. So, you know, Netflix Netflix basically had this like weird dating show. It's which, been, yeah, it's been promoting it. I haven't watched it. What's uh, it like? So it's basically 10 of the dumbest oh, no. people I've ever seen. But they're all like, well, actually, no, only a couple of them are really dumb. And uh, are, they, are they Love Island caliber or are they like worse? Than worse than Love Island, right? Okay. So and the only like, thing they talk horny. about is how horny they are, which is obviously just the like producers putting that in. Because instead of Love Island's like forty episodes long, or whatever, this is only eight episodes long. So that basically, the whole premise of the show is they're the horniest like humans alive, and for a whole month they can't do any sexual acts, otherwise they get money taken away from their like prize money pool at the end which starts off at like a hundred thousand and for every what? sexual action they do it gets like money deducted so what counts as a sexual action is so, they allowed to kiss no so kiss is three grand off oh my god okay this yeah. is sadistic who's who sits in a boardroom and thinks that up yeah but then you've just got the pe like the first few episodes was literally everyone just going like uh, oh, and like the host of the show is like a weird Alexa kind of robot thing. Oh my god! This I mean, really... I don't want to talk about it too much because then I can we can bring it up in a later episode and just talk and just shit talk it for ages. Should Should I watch it and then we can give it a clinical review? If you want to torture yourself for like four hours, like I have, sure. Have you watched? The, you've watched the whole thing. I've watched the whole thing. <laughs> What, just today? Well, I, yeah, in the last 24 hours. <laughs> Etienne, why are you doing this to yourself? One of the girls is so dumb, it's 
fucking hilarious. And she's American, of course. Oh, because it's like American, it's Canadian, Australian. Bro. No, just me. <laughs> I was like, I need something really dumb and stupid to watch. What's editing? Feel smarter. Is that, oh, you're putting it on in the okay. So where's it set? Is it set on like a? It's in a, a Mexican island or something. Oh, yeah, of course. So they're literally ripping off Love Island. But it's literally like, Love Island, they... but that and then that the whole philosophy of it is like instead of finding love, they're changing as human beings. Being basically, all these people come on saying that they they get with a different person yeah. every night and like just have sex every night and wake up with a so different so they're, they're all horny as fuck and then they're paying them to not do anything pretty much that's actually okay I, I'll i slag it off but that actually sounds like a more interesting concept of a program I'm sure that execution is absolutely awful it's not awful and it's like they make they make everyone seem really I'm sure they're not as dumb as that, but they make everyone Yeah, yeah, it's just edited to make them you know, they pick the yeah. moments. But like they... one of the girls goes like, Oh my god, this guy's from Australia. I mean that's so cute. I I don't even know where that is. And it's like fucking hell. No. <laughs> how how do you not know where Australia is? No, so some people's locational geography is fucking shocking. Yeah, but it's Australia, come on. Have right. you seen that video of, of uh, when they get Americans on the street? Uh, yes, yeah, and they ask it's them where America so is, and like knives. Uh, yeah, no, no. Don't even know. Yeah, no, because they fuck up. They fuck up the map or whatever. Uh, I love the video where they where they get them to try and point to Iran, where just after <laughs> Trump sent a missile attack in Iran, and fucking like ten percent of them pointed at the USA. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, okay, okay. Um, song of the day. Should should I watch it? Before we go to some other day. You can watch like the first episode. Okay. Maybe, Maybe I will. Let me I've oh, got, but... got a little instrument here for some other day. It's Maybe. actually decent. But okay, well, well, I'll no. watch the first episode. It's so see. trash that it's okay. To... Okay. I see what you mean. I really hate what well, I'd never watch Love Island. I always watch like a couple of episodes with people and I yeah. just can't handle it. Okay. You ready for Song of the Day? I'm ready. Your voice cut out, do it again. <laughs> no, not doing it again. Milo, cue the intro. <laughs> okay. Um, awesome. Should we get Henri back on just for his song of the day as well? Huh? Should we get Henri on for a song of the day? Yeah, Henri can give a song of the day as well, but uh, he's currently unconscious on the kitchen floor, so I'll, I'll bring him round when it's his turn to pick. Right, so should I go first then? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, I really was back into the Declan swing of things, but I think Ooh. I'm going to go for it. Uh, <laughs> you, me at six. Go on, go for it. You, me at six, uh, take it. Take on the world. Actually, wait, no. Underdog. Okay, yeah. That, Underdog, that's one you, of, you it's one of the few that I know. Right, I like this song. I've this before, but there's so many good songs called Underdog. Yeah, so many. Too many to okay, count. Did, yeah, I like this song because I basically listen to all the artists going to Reading, and then I listen to it. And then it was also like on the ad at Reading, so 
every five seconds, no, every like yeah, they were really heavily promoted, weren't they? Every like minute, the ads would cycle around or whatever, and they'd have like five seconds of Underdog, and I'd love every time it came on because it 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 was my favorite song for a while, and I. I think I know most of the words. I don't know. I'm not very good with words. So when I know all the words to a song, it usually means it's quite good. Mm. Yeah. What, what about you, Max? I'm going to go for... I realize we don't see. And I feel like the, the basic white girls in our audience aren't being represented oh God. on our playlist. So I'm going to go for Green Eyes Part 2, which is a song of his first album which has a really cool spoken word segment in the middle, and it's one of his fav- my favourites of his. So, Cute. Yeah. Okay, let me get some smelling salts and revive. Right, Henri, Henri, hello. Ah, ah, yeah, Max Weller, stop it, please. Just, right, shut up, give us a song of the day, and then you're getting put back to sleep, okay? Speaking to the mic, go on. Bonjour. Yeah. Right. It's let me, me, Henri. For a mega fan of this podcast, you clearly haven't listened to enough of the episode. Right, I need a song of the day from you. Right, a favourite song that you've been listening to recently. Okay? Give us give us a recommendation I'm, and then we'll be, we'll be finished. I'm going for a French artist. His name is... His name is Mika. <laughs> He's got some great songs. You know uh, Grace Kelly, Lollipop. Lollipop. <laughs> Wait, is Mika actually French? Oui. And so I'm going to go with a French song, which is called El Medi. Oh, very nice. Which nice means, voice, she says to me. Carte Postale is my favourite French song, but that's besides the point. But uh, Max, thank, Maxwell, uh, thank you very much for having me on your podcast, oh. because it's been a dream of mine. Ever since I heard this, like, three days ago. So, thank you very much. As much as I've hated the entire experience of you being here, Henri, I regret to say that it probably has entertained the listeners for a bit. I hope, anyway. So I'm pretty sure most of the listeners, as soon as they heard this, they would have turned They would have off. turned off, yeah. I agree. I will be really surprised if anyone's made it through the whole length of this one. Yeah, um, and Max... Um, what are they doing if they're like still listening to us? Yeah, true, especially for this episode. Because good God, what a shit! Have 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 they lost their minds or something? Because I mean, we we definitely have. Right, yeah, and we're ma- literally going insane. Nice to meet, <laughs> nice to meet you, Henri. I hope I hope you enjoyed your time on this podcast, and please don't kidnap me ever again. Okay, uh, Etienne. Uh, Sorry, uh, I just wanted it so badly, you know. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll go now. Bye. Bye. Do you not want to say bye? Bye. Bye, Max. Thank you very much. This is going to be so annoying to edit. Bye, guys. Hi, guys. I am actually here to let you know that we've updated our email to mailbag at stuckinsidepodcast.org that's mailbag at stuckinsidepodcast.org we have also created an instagram account our handle is stuckinside underscore cast stuckinside underscore cast this is used for updates and just letting you know what kind of things we're up to 
so if you want to follow that then feel free to that's probably the easiest way to ask us questions or give feedback or even ask if you want to be a guest so check it out if you want thank you very much and bye